Welcome back to the Edge Athlete Lounge podcast. I'm Laura Ohms and hosting this episode interviewing Jenna Wardell, one of the first ever members of Edge, and Haley Dance, Paralympic silver medalist in triathlon at the Rio Games in 2016. These two women have a unique relationship as they were friends first and then embarked on a coach-athlete relationship this past season as Haley coached Jenna in preparation for her longest endurance race ever. We recorded this episode back in September, so I'll give a brief update at the end so you can hear more about the outcome of Jenna's race and more, so listen on. These women are amazing, and they just bring so much energy and life everywhere they go. This was a blast to record, so enjoy. So welcome, guys. Jenna, how did you find Edge? Well, um, being, you know, one of the founding members and everything, how does, yeah, how does that story go down? Honestly, um, I, I like to chalk it up to dumb luck. I was getting off shift at Schaumburg fire department and then going over to Nipsta to the fire Academy. And I was training for, I don't know, Chicago marathon or something. And in experiencing chronic soreness and stuff like that. And I was just like, I don't know if I saw like a flash or something on Facebook or if I like, I was just dreaming of the the ice baths from college or something. And I just decided to Google like, you know, recovery lounge or something. I might've saw something on Facebook. I don't know. But then I Googled it, the phone number and the edge athlete lounge popped up on after I G'd it up and I called them and I was like, is this place for fucking real? (laughs) And I talked to that, that. Is that the exact quote? That's the exact quote. I, we, I think we heard that on the last episode, actually. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. That will be my last curse word. But yeah, so I was talking to Robin. I got Robin on the line. I was like, do you have a nice bath up in here? And she's like, yes, I do. And I was like, I will be there the minute I get off of the fire academy. I showed up there at like six. And then ever since then, I was like in love with the place. So that's yeah. basically it. And then I think the other people were like their, their best friends. So I think I was the first non, non-friend, yeah. random lady off the street. And you're still there. So, so that speaks volumes. Yeah, still there. I hope to always be there. So yeah. that's, that's the goal. So, so it's been like three years. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I, yeah. Three or four. How long have they been open? I think it's been just over three. So five, yeah, just six. over three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Haley, what about you? How did you find Edge? Gosh, um, well, I found it when I was, uh, I found it in 2015, so about a year after Edge was open, um, and I was training for for triathlon, um, kind of gearing up for, for Rio, um, and so, you know, at that point, like, recovery was absolutely critical to everything that I was doing, and I kn- knew I wasn't doing a very good job at it. Um, I... Uh, it was actually Melissa Stockwell who introduced me to it, um, another member, another uh, Rio Paralympian. Uh, she'd been going there for a couple months um, and brought me in one day on a day pass. And, yeah, just that first visit, I was like, this is the coolest place on earth. Um, I just remember yes, feeling like so exactly. at home, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone there was so welcoming, and it just felt so comfortable. Um, and I think for me, like in the, in the build-up to that race uh, – it provided just a really nice place for me to de-stress um, yeah. and, and to get, like, the social support that I needed. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Exactly. So, really, Jenna was part of, like, forming that first community there because you really, like, went for 
the recovery tools. Like there wasn't even like many people there, but then yeah. Haley, when you joined there mm-hmm. was already a community. Yeah. That, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I uh-huh. guess we kind of joined for yeah. similar, but different reasons. Cause yeah, I do yeah. think for me, mm-hmm. I mean, the recovery was big, but it was, it was the community that really, I think drew me in and cut me there. Yeah. And now it's the community that's made me fall deeper in love with the edge and the people. It's like my, I love seeing my friends. It's like the best, the best time ever. But I would have to say the first couple of years because I was going at odd hours because of my schedule Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And the first year maybe even. And I, I literally went because I was literally in pain. And I, I hate to sound dramatic because I think that's ridiculous to, you know, pain is weakness, leaving the body, allegedly. But I was in, I was, and just from not sleeping on the job, I would say, and then just maybe overworking and not resting enough mm-hmm. and having no idea what really, how to train for a marathon or, and then now uh, triathlon having really no idea how to do any of that. I was doing everything wrong and the pain was building up. And then when I went to the edge, it was like a light bulb was turned on of all these intelligent people that were really kind in offering me like valuable knowledge. And I was like, these people are amazing. It was like, it was crazy. It was like one of my first experiences in the cold tub, somebody gave me like salt tablets and I got a 50 minute PR. Wow. And I was like, uh, what are these? I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> but Magic. between the boots, the ice bath, and the salt tablets, it was a 50-minute PR. And I like basically thanked the edge for all of that. Yeah, so, yeah great. it was pretty awesome. It was yeah. it's a great place. Yeah, a lot so. of PRs have been happening there this summer, too. We talked about that Yeah, in our last episode a little bit with our new PR bell that we have hanging on the wall. Yeah, have right. you been able to ring that yet this summer? I'm trying to think because you've done something. No, she I have, showed me a face. Since I, I like, got this bell and the mug, the PR mug <laughs> that, that people used to drink out. It's happening to a week. Yeah. yeah. We'll be ringing yeah. it in no, less than a week. Yeah. Well, what's coming up this weekend for you? I don't um, think we mentioned that yet. This is what um, Haley, Coach Haley's been uh, training me for Ironman Wisconsin. So that's been really good. And Haley basically having Haley as a coach, it's almost like my, you know, my yin to yang, whatever the heck that means. But we get what you're saying. It was, you know, yeah, yeah. She's my calming force of like intellect and, and like being responsible. It's like this, like, it's like everything that I need in my life. Like, don't be crazy. Don't be irresponsible. You need to not you know, run faster because you think you need to. It's it's been really good. Is this your Haley first time? Yeah, working with a coach yes. for a race like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Haley has been really really cool with like um, figuring out the schedule. Well, the last month has been, you know, whatever. Neither here nor there. But the first like few months of stuff, I was like, well, no. Today I'm I'm here for 24 hours, and then I'm there for eight. And then I'm off for like three days and then I'm here for two days and then I'm on a 48 hour shift. And she's like, wait, what are you saying to me? But she was really It's kind of fun. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. Really getting it all to work was like Uh a puzzle. And I really like puzzles. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So do you you guys just like communicate each week about what the new schedule is going to be? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of coaches, a lot of athletes will follow kind of like uh, on Mondays we swim and bike and Tuesdays Mm -hmm. we run. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. We were never really able to do that. Uh, but, you know, I actually, I do think there's value to, you know, kind of changing things up week by week. It also mm-hmm. gave us a lot more flexibility in, um, you know, just kind of being able to adapt the plan based on how 
Jenna was feeling and how she was handling the load. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously I had a, a general game plan of where we were going and certain, you know, key workouts that, mm-hmm. that I wanted her to hit. Um, but just given the, you know, unique nature of her job, um, I knew that there was going to be a lot of adaptation that went along as we, as we made our way through the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. 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 There were weird things. Like I would tell Haley, like, so on Friday I'm at the fire Academy and we're burning all day. Like, <laughs> you know, it's 80 degrees out and we'll be in full gear in a tin can where it's a thousand degrees. So, but I might be exterior safety command or something. So if I'm not inside, I could basically work out that night and the next day just as we planned. But if I'm inside, I might be dying. <laughs> so she's like, wait, what? And then she, she <laughs> caught on like actually after a couple you know days or whatever and was like, so... Um, are you in the building or are you outside? <laughs> okay, fine. Then we'll run 12 tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. It was yeah. like, it, I have a weird schedule. So she right. was, Haley was awesome. Yeah, Obviously, you, she's awesome in a lot of different ways. So it was really great. Yeah. Yeah. You both had to be extremely flexible, it sounds like, which is not everybody's situation. So, and somehow mm-hmm. you figured out how to make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, again, I think that there is, is value in being flexible because I think it made it easy um, you know, I think a lot of times you're, you're following a plan and, uh, you know, maybe you're just really, really tired, but this is what's on the plan. And so this is what I'm going to do. And I think a lot of athletes have, have that mentality. Um, and you know, there's, there's certainly some value to that, but I'm a big believer in, you know, uh, dialing it back when necessary and mm-hmm. really listening to your body and which is what I needed more than anything mm-hmm. oh exactly well and especially with Jenna I mean you are so driven um and you know how to push through pain like you you are just so tough in that regard and I knew that you were going to be one of those athletes who will would just say like you want me to jump how high like I will like blow through the ceiling like mm-hmm. right um that's just your personality and so I think you know for some athletes uh you know they use a coach to kind of encourage them and uh push them a little bit and I think for you it was more like I need to to pull the reins in you know I need to tell you like no no no, it's okay like we it's okay if we could take today off or it's okay if we you know cut a couple miles off of this long run um and that was like you had Haley literally she was the reason I'm still healthy you know for, for the most knock part, on the you know, knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, she is literally the reason. And that's what I told mm-hmm. like my girlfriend and obviously other people at the edge. I'm like, I needed somebody that's calm, a calming force. That's very intelligent. That knows what she's doing. That is not a hyperactive ADD person, like <laughs> insane. Like me, I was like, I needed somebody that's, that's really just level headed, even keel grounded. Yeah. And she was like, she's like, Jenna, yeah, we're not, you're, you didn't sleep last night yet. You don't need to run, you know, this amount, just cut it back to this amount or whatever. So it was, it was really good. I would just like to say no one describes me as a calming presence. So I feel like you're the most calming person. That I'm I've... like, wait, are we talking about the same person? Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like you're, I feel like you've always been like so level headed, huh, like, and just very like even keel, which is exactly yeah. what, I mean, you know, the well, fire. What's what you needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fire academy and then college basketball and everything. It's like, go, go, go until you just 
like puke and die. And it's like, well, that's not the point here with endurance sports. Right. Mm-hmm. And Haley taught me that more than anything. So mm-hmm. that was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the other thing is like, it has to be enjoyable, you know, mm-hmm. like we all started doing this in the first place because it's fun. Yeah. And, you know, I think you, you got to make sure that you're still enjoying the process of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is know. easy to get burned out. I think that's very true. And something that, um, you know, being a member at edge is super helpful for is that you have the recovery piece, but also the community piece. People have a sense of humor, help you, you know, see different perspectives. There's several coaches hanging out there. So it's nice to, yeah, be able to remember the why to what you're doing and have some fun too. So how did you guys meet and how did, how did this come about that Haley, you started coaching Jenna? Do you remember the first time we met? I do actually. I do actually remember I'm the. Scared. I do tell, remember. Tell us a story, I'm Jenna. pretty sure that it was at the Christmas party, but like two or three years ago. So okay. probably two yeah. years ago, and we were up in the front, and I thought you were like Melissa Stockwell, because I'm an idiot, <laughs> and I was like, I think we I think I thanked you for your service. Oh God. <laughs> Because I am dumb, and I probably had like three glasses of wine, and I and then you're like, no, 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 and then once you we started talking, and she disclosed kind of you know her story or whatnot to me, I was like, oh my god, I was like, that's that's you're incredible, and then we just started you know talking about various things, Mm -hmm. but I think that's how we initially met. So, and I personally think there's like deeper ties there, but this is like maybe this is weird to you, but I think there's deeper ties because of my, you know, I don't know, my passion and my charity work and my losses throughout my life with family and friends and stuff. And I just think it's like really cool that you and I ended up becoming like close and coach athlete. So you're the kind of person and you don't realize this because you're not around when you're not there, but you walk into the space, you walk into edge and like people just kind of light up. Like they're so excited that you're there because you're just this. I'm paying her to say these cool things about me. Don't be fooled. Uh, podcast audience. <laughs> no, I'm on board with you, Haley. Definitely. Right? There's it's, a cool energy. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, she walks in the door and everyone's like, oh, Jenna's here. Like, well, I usually I swear or something. Here. Yeah, maybe we love the F-bombs. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Up a little I bit. like to add a little bit of excitement into a group. <laughs> you usually. sure do that. And your outfits are always beautiful. So there's that, too. <laughs> that was... You and Robin, that was that like was like a, one of the first one times, of my I favorite think. experiences. Yeah, yeah. One time, that's when we started becoming friends. I think yeah. you have to describe. So this one time Jenna thing. walks in, she's wearing like <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing like a giant hooded sweatshirt, like like four sizes too big for her, uh-huh. and she's got I think my like like a whole lunch in her hoodie pocket <laughs> of the hoodie, and like. Matching gray sweatpants. An edge stocking cap. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Edge stocking cap. So she had this beautiful outfit that was on. Pink um, compression socks on and maroon running sweatpants four times set it's too too big for me and <laughs> robin this picture somewhere okay yeah robin, robin, put robin, a, do? robin put it all on when i was to in match the, you in the studio or something no she was in, in the, the ice shower. bath so she took all like all of her clothes were laying out ah! while she was in the ice bath robin put all of them on oh we took gosh. a picture of her like doing the exact same pose that jenna had been doing earlier and just put them and, next to each other yeah, yeah exactly okay. like on, who wore it better the, it's on facebook the edge page so funny but anyways that's another another story for another time so you're it was for your outfit and your f-bombs and your energy 
So, but let's talk a little bit about this about this race coming up. So, what are Jenna? What would you say? Like, what are you most excited about? What are you most fearful or anxious about? Um, I think. I mean, it's it's like strange to say, but I mean, I'm I'm excited for the swim, which is weird. I, I've never thought it would be. I'm I'm anxious about obviously being freezing before it. But I think once I get in the water, I think that'll be really fun and unique, like a fun, unique experience. Um, obviously, I'm excited, you know, for the downhills. Those are really mm-hmm. fun and thrilling. Um, I'm also excited for the run, too, just because I've done so many marathons. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, you guys can't see that, but I'm hoping that um, the marathon experience will carry me through. And what we did for the training program, I think we did, we did some, a lot of like longer runs on hills that -hmm. are making me feel a little bit happy and confident. And so we'll see, you know, I'm just going to listen to my coach, which has also taught me about not going out too fast, which I do every marathon until now. And so, yeah, which is awesome. (laughs) Haley's helped me in a lot of different ways, but yeah. So I don't know. I'm anxious about like a bike mechanical. That's like, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, that's kind of it. And then like somehow screwing up nutrition, but I'm, I love eating. So, I mean, I don't (laughs) know. What are your nutritional secrets? I heard a little bit earlier, you were talking about what you might bring along with you. Oh my God. Well, I do. I like chop up pretzel buns into ninths or eighteenths. Wow. With a giant butcher knife. Okay. <laughs> Relevant. <laughs> that's the, that the best the way. Cut or something. That's yeah? the best way to have a perfect cut. Okay, I get it. You know. Yeah. So, anyways, so I do that, uh-huh. and I'm gonna put those into little uh, little baggies, and I put those in my on my bike and whatever. Okay. And then I also do peanut butter and jellies, and then uh-huh. I'm doing little tortilla chip rounds too, because I just like over the years and how many marathons and stuff. I've kind of gotten really sick of almost every type of chew, bite, gel, whatever. Sure. So I'm doing gels on the run because I'm just manning up. And I'm just, just putting them. Do it. I'm just throwing them back. But you want solid It's easier food, to do on the run. Solid for the mm-hmm. bike. Yeah. yeah. And she's like coached me kind of on, with the gels and everything. And and they've actually, I think, have worked really well. I got sick of gels for like two years where I couldn't even like look at them or taste them. And now I'm just kind of like, all right, Navy I'll SEAL style, just do it and shut up about it and be done with it what, and what, it's been working well, i feel great any real like gi issues or anything like that in training no. so that's yeah. been yeah you i think the only thing touch. is as long as you stick to the plan and make mm-hmm. sure that you you keep eating yeah you know you're probably gonna be fine yeah yeah Haley, during your races you said you did the peanut butter filled pretzels i've been doing that a little bit too oh, yeah. occasionally but those it's little all... like nubbins of like yeah they're delicious oh they yeah are delicious <laughs> my and... husband loves those so you, what else do you do besides the pretzels with peanut butter, Haley? Me? You, yeah. Um, now that we're talking nutrition. You yeah. Know, just, well, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, I'll do that on, like, longer rides. Uh, I do mostly short-distance races, and so uh, when I'm racing, I, you know, aside from maybe having some electrolytes in, in my bottle on the bike, um, I'm able to get away with pretty much no nutrition. Um, I have started on some of my longer training sessions because I do have longer workouts mm-hmm. where I'm still at um, – operating at a pretty high intensity level um i've started just like throwing in some chews during those not necessary not necessarily for the calories but for the um just for the glycogen just to make sure everything is is Mm -hmm. topped off um you know kind of tricking the brain into thinking that there's some sugar coming which 
has been shown to like increase performance. Um, and so, yeah, I've been, I've been playing around with some of that a little bit, but cool. yeah, I, uh, I have not had to worry too much about like, you know, you know, seriously fueling on, on those multiple hour workouts just cause that's not the kind of training I do. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it is, it's, an individual experience for everybody yeah. too, no matter what distance you're training for. Totally. So. Actually, that's a good point that you bring up. I feel like, because I think quite frequently on the edge members website and probably the edge website as well, like the Facebook sites, um, everybody's asking stuff about nutrition and it's great hearing, you know, like you coach Laura or coach Haley or, you know, coach Robin tell us things because I've taken something from everyone, but you're right. It really comes down to what you can handle mm -hmm. and that's the most eccentric part, but it's also like fun because at least you have all the knowledge coming from all these people that know what's going on. Like with me, like now I use base salts because I just, they, they're faster, they're faster acting, you know, it's easier for me than swallowing a capsule. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's been great. I can stick it in my sports bra. It's like bada bing, bada boom, face salt. It's great. Face salt. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but it, if it weren't for the the edge members, I wouldn't know about like any of this stuff. So, right. So or, the community you know, kind of like introduces you to lots of ideas, but then you but, try it out. Yeah, you gotta. Best. My stomach is, you know, kind of like an iron gut. So mm -hmm. that's just, pretty amazing. That's a gift. Yeah, it really is. They had that. An endurance yeah. sport. Sure yeah. is. Hopefully, it stays that way. Not well, going, but yeah. Knocking on that wood nice. again. Um, let's see. Is there anything that like stands out to either of you about the process of like coaching, being coached, like just through this season? Because you two have worked pretty closely together. So anything, any like highlights or significant learns that maybe you, you know, didn't know you would come across? Well, um, I have to say that it, there was like, there was an array of different things that stand out from like having a coach to not having a coach. Because I did my previous like nine marathons and the the half, the one half Ironman I did the other one with Haley, um, just by myself like just kind of downloading something offline or whatever just to try to be, you know, just do it on my own or whatever. And um, that was silly. <laughs> and uh, having a coach not only like teaches you things, you become more of a student. You but it also takes out. Um, a level of stress that's really not needed, especially when doing like a marathon or an Ironman. Um, it also not knowledge again is huge. Knowledge is power. Um, the nutrition aspect, they can help you with that. Most of them, I feel like most of the coaches are pretty savvy with all the nutrition stuff, but then just that constant like anxiety, like, am I doing this right? Is this level of intensity right for me right now? Should I be doing more? Should I be doing less? Just the constant anxiety and questioning and double second guessing yourself. Having a coach has been like unbelievable for all that. Cause it's just like, Oh, well no, my coach is a silver medalist in Rio. So I don't really need to question anything. I just need to do it. So that's, that. that was really great. Yeah. You know, it was, it was literally like, well, all the guys are like, why do you have a coach? I'm like, because she's badass and I don't have to think and I love not thinking so that was it so. well and it's true like when you're training for an Ironman like there's so mm -hmm. much other stuff that you you are thinking about you know just from like trying to fit all the workouts in to, the dogs. and I think you know the dogs <laughs> I think um 
you know, I, I sometimes say like, it's not even about the hours in the day, but the energy that you have. Mm-hmm. And that training is just so energy draining that if you can eliminate some of those really small decisions, um, by, yeah. you know, having someone else make them for you, mm-hmm. that's going to save you, you know, so much energy that you can then use, um, in other things, you know, whether it's Absolutely. training or just maintaining that life training balance, um, yeah. you know, dedicating it to, you know, your family and your friends and all, and all that yeah. equally important stuff. So yeah. sure. And I mean, Haley, you're acting as a coach tour. You are Jenna's coach, but you're also coached I as am. an athlete. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure you experience that, you know, with your own coach as well. So it's kind of neat. You have uh, yeah. a unique perspective, you know, doing both. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, um, this experience for me, cause Jenna is the first, first athlete that I've coached and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it has been eye opening for me. Um, you know, I think one of my key takeaways is just uh, how important honest and direct communication is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I actually think that uh, it's that's kind of carried over into my own relationship with my coach. I find myself now kind of telling him all the things that I want to hear from Jenna, mm-hmm. you know, um, I feel like right. I have a new perspective now of like the things that I want to know. Yeah. Um, like, I don't just want to know like what her splits were on the run. Like I want to know how she felt at like all these different points. Yeah. Um, and so I think that I've gotten a little bit better at, uh, you know, providing more detail and, and commenting on the things that yeah. I wish I knew. Sure. Um, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes you a stronger athlete. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're and I, I probably could have done more on that level of like documenting, like how I felt and stuff. So I was like, I was, sometimes it was like documented and sometimes it just, no, I was like, I'm pre- done. With the you run. did a pretty good job. But we but, like, I think mm-hmm. that our system of communication was just a little different. Like we talked a lot. It was great. You had more over the phone or over mm-hmm. text or in person, in person at yeah. Edge. Yeah, and that yeah. was such an advantage. A lot of people are coached remotely, but you Which guys actually Which is wild to me because I, yeah, I, I guess it's just because I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to that type of coaching. But yeah, it was really nice having her like around. Uh, so obviously this is like a big weekend coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Haley, what would you say uh, is is or are some hopes for Jenna on race day, or like for her entire weekend that she's been yeah. training for this for a long time? Yeah, it's probably the biggest athletic event of the year for you, right, Jenna? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. If yeah, not my decade. life, and I, played, <laughs> I played Division One basketball, so I'm kind of like, yeah, this is probably this I feel like going to be harder than anything we did there in North Dakota. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I can't. That was a while ago. I was young and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So if you have like a vision, Haley, for Jenna yeah. for the weekend, what would it be? Well, um, this is cliche, but I think first and foremost, I do. I want you to have fun. You know, I, fun I, I said it earlier, like we started doing this because it's fun. And I think it's mm-hmm. so important that you, you always hang on to that and that it never stops being fun. And so, um, I do want you to be able to, to truly enjoy the weekend. Yeah. And I think that means, um, you know, being really present and not thinking too much about like what's, what's coming up and just really being able to, um, soak up the energy around you because the energy there is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my one of my biggest hopes for you is to just, yeah, soak in that energy, enjoy the experience, um, and savor it because this is not an opportunity that many people have. And it's not one that, you know, you get every year. Um, so I want you to enjoy it. And then, you know, I think as far as, as the race goes, um, you know, 
we will be talking tomorrow about just like actual, you know, race execution and all of that. But I think um, even broader than that, um, oh God, I just lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Race execution. <laughs> race execution. Just no, I think, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think even, even broader than that, um, the thing with an Ironman is like, there is no such thing as a perfect race. Like, it's such a yeah. long day to be out there that inevitably something is going to go wrong. And oh, it might yeah. be something really small or it might be something big, but it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be stuff that comes up. Yeah. And that's kind my of the biggest, exciting part, too. Well, kind see, and this, I mean, is, this is what I love about attitude. her. You know, oh, that's yeah. what I love about her. My, my biggest It's like a troubleshooting me. puzzle out there of it, adventure. Yeah. Right. It's a great mindset yeah. to have. And well, that's the thing. I, think- I say that right now, but when I'm at home <laughs> with poor Tiffany, I'm like, oh my God, what if I get a flat? What if my bike breaks? Oh, so I'm all cool right now. Right. But yeah, but it's yeah. true. It is like an adventure party. Yeah. It's like, when an am I going to- An adventure party. I love that. An adventure party. When am I going really to get funny. a flat? When am I going to crash? You know, stuff like that. You just got to kind of like- well, maybe not when am I? Yeah, I guess you know, I think, it's, I think it's we. I think it's we. But again, you know, we're pre- we're prepared to deal flow. with those situations yes. if yeah. they happen. Yeah, but. and Haley's helped me with that because it's like, yeah, this is all normal. Well, and that's. I think that's a thing. I think one of the things that like, you know, you really worked on in training is just being able to to trust yourself and to trust mm-hmm. the whole process. And so, to me, a successful race for you is one in which you know, one of these little hiccups or challenges are going to come along and you're going to say, no, I got this. Like I, yeah, this is not bigger than I am. I can overcome this. Um, and you know, I kind of think through all the things that could possibly happen and I am very confident (laughs) in saying that none of those are going to be enough to stop you. Like I, I have so much faith in, um, and your determination and your gumption and just, you know, I've seen all the dedication that you put towards your training. And, um, you know, that really inspired me, um, over the last five months. And so, you know, I know that whatever comes along, like you're going to be great. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, that's way too nice. I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Super supportive coach over there. Yeah. She's the best. Literally for when she is able after the Olympics to take more athletes, people are going to be fighting over her and I'm going to have to be like, no, she's mine. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, I, I told, I told my Lieutenant this the other day. I'm like, literally, I'm like, I'm, you're going to have to pull me off the, the court or whatever, not the court that back in the day it was the court, but you're going to have to pull me off this thing. But other than that, I mean, you know, like Haley said, things happen out of your control. So, right. but I'm just going to go with it and then fight everything, you know, tooth and nail. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can just have a really, we trained hard and like the program that we did, I feel like was perfect for me not to get be overtrained, which is my awesome. biggest thing. Good. So what she did was like, perfect so that's really good to hear we'll go with that yeah that's a perfect I'm, I'm stoked that we were able to nail that because honestly one of my biggest fears in starting this was was that you know I think I every get, coach yeah. is afraid of overtraining an athlete sure. and injuries just given and... your like background with injuries um yeah. I was that was something I was nervous about so. tendonitis is like a part of my family oh, it's just the ugly stepbrother that we don't like that's mean we don't talk to <laughs> That's tendonitis. But you haven't struggled with it during the... That, no, that I would say yet. no. Not, I yeah. mean, like, I've had a little flare-ups, but I I think it's nothing. I think it's more just tapering and stuff like that. Because, yeah. honestly, I feel great right now. 
and it's knocking on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I've had tendonitis so yeah. much that it's almost like, you know, and I, to be honest, I actually feel really, really strong the last couple of days and stuff. So that's where you should be. I'm happy. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So. That's great. sounds like you guys were just the, the perfect pairing yeah. for this summer and this time and this race and this coming together. I mean, you knew each other beforehand and you yeah. know, we're friends, but now to Bailey develop has a this. race this weekend too yeah that's important but it is very important yes it's important too but anyways we'll both be we'll be each other's spirit animals for important races yeah Yeah, cheering for each other for sure exactly what do you have going on this weekend Haley? now Um, jenna brought it up it is for the united states of america it's for the united states of america it's a big Um, deal it's the Para World Championships over yeah. in the Netherlands. Exactly. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of starting like the build towards Tokyo 2020. Yeah. So. yeah. Which I want to yeah. go to. I'm going to start. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm going to start saving. How amazing my would that be? Now. Oh yeah. Do it. That'd be awesome. Let's all start a little Tokyo's, penny jar. Tokyo's something. rad. You'd like it. I've never Maybe been. Maybe it'll need obviously. to be like a dollar jar, not just pennies. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We got yeah. three years. Pennies yeah, is what I usually <laughs> save for Vegas, so maybe I'll have to do dollars for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, yeah. how are you feeling about your this race coming up? Um, I'm feeling really good. I uh, I'm feeling strong physically. Um, I actually also started working with a new coach this summer, and it's it's gone really really well. And I think one of the biggest things that I got from my summer of training is just you know really um, one one thing that my coach likes to say is consistency breeds confidence. Um, and you know when we kind of started off like I it was a training load that I wasn't used to and I wasn't hitting all the sessions cause it was just a lot more than I was used to. And then, mm-hmm. you know, eventually I, I got a lot more consistent and, mm-hmm. um, you know, was able to nail session after session. And that really did give me this confidence and knowing that like, yeah, I can, mm-hmm. I can handle anything on race day. Um, I have the ability to, yeah. you know, to descend, bet, like, just to... descend a workout and, and execute yeah. mentally. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a really great summer of training, and it's left me feeling mm-hmm. very, very confident. A sort of quiet confidence, I think, going yeah. into this race. Good. It's an awesome place to be. Yeah, yeah it really and is. And I was it thinking, is. like, as you're describing kind of what you've learned and you're working with a new coach and how mm-hmm. important, you know, communication is, that that energy of, like, what you've been learning in your own process with your coach has, like, just maybe flowed into, like, your relationship coaching Jenna, too, yeah. in a really beneficial way for, for your team. Also. I'm sure. And I think yeah. some of it probably happened, you know, mm-hmm. um, intentionally, and some of it probably just happened, you know, outside of my own awareness, you yeah. know. But I, I think so. Yeah, because I do think that you carry some, some of that stuff over into, uh, mm-hmm. you know, your other relationships, and so... Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, you kind of emulate the people that, that inspire you. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Um, how about let's wrap it up with hearing a favorite mantra mm. or some tool that you like to, that you like to use to sort of support yourself through, you know, your uh intense training sessions or big races coming up. Mm-hmm. A mantra being like a special word or phrase. Haley should go first. All right, <laughs> I'll give you some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I have a couple mantras. They kind of change over time. Uh, you know, when I'm competing, one that I really like to use is um, something along the lines of, "No one knows how to suffer like you do, or like you suffer harder than anyone else." Because mm-hmm. um, you know, talent and and training and all that stuff. Um, 
you know, that, that happens before you get to the race, but when the race rolls around, like I can suffer harder, you know, that I can control in this moment. So that's something I like to say to myself a lot. Um, and then, you know, I think other than that, um, a lot of my mantras just involve, uh, you know, being centered around the current moment. You know, a lot of times I just repeat to myself now or this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just to remind me to not think about what I just did, not think about what's coming. Just think about doing everything that I can possibly be doing in that moment to be the best that I can be. Um, and just, you know, bringing myself back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being present. Yeah. That's powerful. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Jenna? Um, well, I, like, we were talking about this. I don't particularly have, like, you know, one thing that I say, like, a chant or, like, a saying or anything. But I do, like, I've often thought of, like, people in my life or whatnot that have either come and gone or didn't have the ability to, you know, run marathons or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like I always do think of people that can't, you know, run marathons and do what we do. But yeah, I don't have like a chant. I do talk to my bike towards the end of the bike and tell it not to break down and talk it through like, come on, let's go. We're right there, right there. Don't break down. Don't break down. So Jenna did anything but break down during her first Ironman. In fact, she killed it and had an amazingly successful race day. Not only did she conquer her first Ironman on September 10th in Madison, she also got engaged after she crossed the finish line. We couldn't be happier for her, and I believe in her words, she said it was the best day ever. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and received some sort of inspiration for your training, racing, or daily living. And we'll be back next month with a new episode. So until then, happy training.